Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Welcome everybody to another episode of the H3 Podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by Jigsaw Out in Theaters today, October 27th. Hello, Fresh Quip, Stitch Fix Men, and Twitch Prime subscribers like you. Love you. Now listen, um, we have got a, a really special guest, honestly. Um, that's why I'm in this outfit. I had to basically don my alter ego to prepare myself to, to match this guy. He's powerful, he's great, and frankly, I'm, I'm intimidated, so I need to don this outfit, okay? <laughs> now, before we introduce our guest, I just want to say a couple things. Um, Jordan Peterson is coming on next week on Thursday, November 2nd. You can post questions for him on the subreddit. That thread is now up. And for future updates on the H3 Podcast, follow us on Twitter at the H3 Podcast. That includes time changes and all that business. So, listen. <clears throat> Introducing our next guest, the doctor, the doc, Dr. Disrespect, the two-time world champion, 1993 and 1994. Those were huge years in gaming. Competition has, has honestly been off since that year. <laughs> I just threw my phone. It was making sound. It displeased me. You see this shit is infectious. I'm turning into a monster. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> that didn't take too long. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Jesus. He's the most ruthless competitor in the online gaming community. Less notably, however, he's also a Twitch streamer. That has exploded in popularity. Frankly, he's captivated my heart and mind with his violent speed, athleticism, and momentum. When he first, when I started watching him stream, he would joke that he was six foot eight with a 37 inch vertical leap. But seeing him, he is actually six <laughs> foot eight and it's fucking terrifying. <laughs> what else was he telling the truth about? I wonder. <laughs> but in actuality, I do think that he is someone who has elevated the genre of streaming. Like until now, I've been experienced a Twitch streamer who's done quite what he's done on Twitch, which has turned it more into a performance art. But also being a pro gamer. Um, he's someone who I respect and appreciate. And I'm also going to take him out. Because I'm the three time. And I'm the prof. And I'm here to profize the end of the doc. Dan, bring this coward in. Bring this coward in. Look at this coward. The two time. Oh, shit. Look at this coward. The two time. Why are you calling me? How, have a seat. Because I'm the three-time. You went three-time at what? Three-time world champ every year. 97, 98, 99. You don't know me? I'm the two-time. The prop. I'm the two-time. Yeah, I'm the three-time, dude. Yeah, Minecraft casual gaming, okay? First of all, I have a castle in Minecraft. If the, my bullies didn't come into my server and tear it down, you would have been in awe. I replicated the TNG enterprise in Minecraft. And you're going to shit on that? That's why they call me the three-time. I did bring you some collector item t-shirts. I don't know if I even want to hand them to you now. I'll take it. Okay. That's 
<laughs> I don't like that at all. But now you, you got a fangirl? Now you got a fangirl? Take a look at those. Take a look at them. Frankly, I can't see. I'm going to I'm gonna put these down. You can't see in the Google prototype scopes what version of <laughs> these are. Uh, these are some early, early stage. Okay. okay. What do we got here? That's an <laughs> eagle flying into another dream, into another world. <laughs> a lot of, there's a lot of levels. A lot of levels. Depth. There's depth there. Okay. Whew. What else we got? It's, it's two, the same. Two times. It's the same. Back to back. Hey. Too big for you? Size medium. Okay. And, uh... Oh, it's the same one. Same one. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Have a seat, please. God bless you. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us. Thank Just a little that. bit of meme. I do appreciate that, by the way. <laughs> I didn't mean to, to disrespect you by throwing that. Where can people Who get this? Who sat like, in this chair last time? No, I, I, that's, <laughs> where, that's where we have it. I set that for all of our guests. Huh. <laughs> this is a professional setup. Yeah, this is where we do it. I'm impressed. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. Okay. So listen, that's what I was saying. Like, when I w first watched your stream... You were like, I've got, I'm, I'm six eight, right? And I'm like, well, this guy's a fucking comedian, right? Like, who's six eight? And I, now that I see that you're six eight, I'm like, what else wasn't he kidding about? The steroid needles that I plan in my thighs every single day before I go live. Okay, not a joke. Not a joke. Thirty seven okay. inch vertical leap. Not a joke. Right. Nineteen ninety Lamborghini Diablo VT parked right. in my garage. People say, why don't you ever take it out? Why don't you do a vlog? Because it's a collector's item. Right? Like, yeah. I'm not going to put too many miles on it. Sure. So you're never going to see it. Yeah, of course. I, I can keep going on and on and on, but, you know, everything is authentic. Sure. Well, I had an idea. I want to, do you, are you up? Because I wanted to actually gauge your vertical leap. We have a camera out there. Really? Yeah. I, do I need, I might stretch, I might need to stretch out. Okay. Okay. Can we go out there and do this? Yeah, we get dynamic stretching. I know. Yes. Yes. <laughs> let's go. Let's do, let's do that. <laughs> Welcome to the three-time world jumping vertical championship. Whoa. It's got kicks all over the place. So we are here with the doc, Dr. Disrespect. We are putting that 72-inch vertical leap to the test. 37-inch uh, vertical leap. 72 inches. I want, I want, you, you watch One Punch Man? Uh, no. There's this one scene where he jumps to the top of the gymnasium and his head goes through and his body's dangling from the bottom. So that's... No, that's what I'd like to see. Okay. <laughs> yeah, all right, let's see. Yep, let's see. <laughs> well, wait a minute. I don't have a receding hairline. It's just... I, hold on a second. Hold on. There we go. We're still looking good, right? I mean, that was like, what, 20? I mean, not even fully jump up. Hike, yeah. There, I think we're good. We got it. We got it. We got it. Can we get some round of applause, everybody? All right, yeah. Every, everything he says is real, my friends. It's all real. Okay, let's head back to the. Uh, let's 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 get back to the table. This is. Let's go. Wow, that was exhilarating. All right, well here, man. All right. Thank you so much for that uh, display of athleticism. Absolutely. Felt good. I'm exhilarated. <laughs> I wish this was a gin and tonic. We have. We could have yeah. that for you. <laughs> um, listen, how do you play with these with glasses on all day? I just close my eyes. You just yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's on sense. Yeah, it's just uh, it's all sensory. It's right. all audio sensory. Right. And then sometimes when I do open my eyes, guess what? I'm in a top ten situation. Let me go ahead and try and win this game. Right. right. Sure. 
But uh, that is a common question that I get all the time, and I fight. You know, what? let's just be straight up honest. I can't see shit. Okay, <laughs> really. Um, but but Google's working on some new prototype scopes with built-in LCD, LED, 1080p, 3D, right. Sony technology built all into it. <laughs> right. right, upgraded edition. So what you're looking at is a little screen. Yeah, it just re it projects what's outside. Exactly. Yeah. Seems a little counterintuitive, but hey, it's Google. Yeah, and between <laughs> you and I, aim assist. Um, you're under like Robocop speed hacks and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. Cool Listen, do you hate this question? Do you guys do you have tall guy problems? Do I have tall guy problems because you're probably one of the tallest people I've I've ever met. Yeah, what I and like uh, you, it, Tall guy problems is a real thing, right? It is it is I mean <clears throat> I sat in Ferraris can't fit in them I've sat in Bugatti's cannot fit in them, right? <laughs> like I mean this is you know problems, right? Mm-hmm and uh, for whatever reason, the Lamborghini Diablo VT was the one. And right. ever since then, you know, the, it's just little low-hanging fruit, shoe sizes, shirt sizes, etc. But when you wear athletic mock turtlenecks like me, yeah, you know, spandex material, stretchy, not a problem. Right, right, right. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I don't have any of those problems. <laughs> but that's good to know that, you, that you've sorted them. I love the headband. Thank you so much. The gloves I do not like. <laughs> yeah, I just, just kind of improvised. No, okay. It says uh, crunch time, though. It's Ooh. kind of inspiring, right? Have you ever thrown a football? Yeah, a couple times with okay. my uh, old man. Okay. You play football? You're an athlete, right? What I'm an athlete. Yeah. What, what do you? Yeah. I'm, I'm an out. I'm an out. I'm, I'm literally God's gift to gaming. And right. One of those features is athleticism. Okay. Seventy-five yards, easy throw. Not sure. A 75 yards. That's like the whole thing. That's almost the whole field. Right. Yeah. Like, there's people that need to kick off, you know, like, I just throw the football. Right. Yeah. Wow, that's really cool that yeah. you're not, that you just decided to play games and not play that professionally. Yeah, the money's where the games are at. Right. Like, the money's on the, Twitch. The money's on Twitch. Yeah, yeah. not in the NFL. No, not in the NFL. Yeah, those guys are <laughs> sorely underpaid. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> um, well, first of all, before we get too deep into the nitty gritty, I want to wish you a happy October 27th. Because today, you may yep. not realize it's kind of a special day. You've got the new Happy birthday! Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> other things. But uh -oh. I like where your head's at. Okay. You're predictive. That's what <laughs> makes a good gamer. Okay. Not that, though. I was going to say, uh, the new Mario comes out today. Comes out today. Did I say that right? I feel like I had a stroke. No, yeah. But it sounds... I'm good, right? You're fine. It comes okay. out today. Mario, the new Mario comes out today. <laughs> the new Stranger Things Season 2 comes out today. And the iPhone X all come out today. My question, which one are you most excited for? I'm going to have to go with Stranger Things. Nice. Interesting. Simply because the soundtrack is always played on the stream. That's true. <laughs> that it, new, it is right up your alley. That new retro wave, uh, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, you're bringing me there. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, we could have gone deeper with I that. feel like you should. I feel like I'm sad that you stopped there. Uh, yeah, we got to get Dan. Can we get a recording of this and put it in the mixer and mm. we just we can make do some work with that. Okay. Why aren't you work? Did you work on the soundtrack? I did. Too? I did. Yeah. It's just you going. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, it's coming soon. <laughs> it's LB, be the LP. Yeah. Are you a fan of the show? You just like I am. Music? I'm a fan of the uh, season one. Liked season one. I didn't like the fact that I had to wait a full entire year. That's the that's what really right. sucks about following because I'm a guy. I stream my shows. I don't. Uh, only until recently did I have cable money, right? That's yeah. a new thing for me. Yeah. I'm doing very well, <laughs> 
right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but waiting a whole year is just, uh, how do people do it? I don't know. And then when you get it a year later, you watch it in one day. Right, exactly. <laughs> wow. That's Let's what, wait another year. That's one of the things that Netflix does that I hate and love both. It's like, yeah, we'll drop House of Cards all in one day, and then you have nothing to live for for a whole year. Exactly. Thanks for doing that. Yeah. Have you seen any of the reviews on it yet? Are they out? No. I don't know. It's out, right? I, mean, I think it can comes watch out it. this evening. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I think, Wait, can, no, I think oh, What? You, yeah. Dan or Ian, is that available to watch right I now? I think can you some people here? have watched it already. Ooh. Is it out right now? I'm... All right, you guys, thanks for having out me. Out now. It's out now. <laughs> we have confirmation. It is out. Oof. It is out. Let's, let's end the show. <laughs> Do some research on reviews. What are we okay? all doing let's, here? Let us know if we should be hyped. <laughs> I hate reviews, though, but I... I hate reading reviews. I, I don't know any about anything about these people. They're well, gosh darn it! You know the season one started off real hot with episode yeah. one, and it's great. They recap right. this. Listen, who are you? Right, right. <laughs> who the hell are you? Yeah. Do you have critics? Uh, I have a lot of critics. Yeah. Do they sound like that as well? Ninety-four percent on Rotten Tomato, by the way. Mm-hmm. So what is it? Ninety-four percent. Ooh, good news. It's, it's good pretty news. good. But what do you? What do? You, what do your critics say about you? I don't have any critics. Everyone just agrees that I'm the best. You know what I mean? Like everyone just agrees that I have the best shot in the game, that I'm the mm. best sniper on Battlegrounds, the game that I stream on a daily basis. Like everyone just believes that I'm the best looking streamer on Twitch. Right. I have really no critics. Right, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm kind of perfect. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. That must be nice. Yeah. Um, well, unlike unlike you, um, Stranger Things does have some critics, apparently, 6% of them, who didn't like it. But um, that first show was great, wasn't it? Yeah. Really surprised me. Netflix is coming out with some powerful, uh, powerful swings. You got, like, spooky alien ships in the trailer. Oh. <laughs> Never heard of it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> It's gonna be a tough interview. <laughs> All right. Have what you seen got? the new? Uh, what's that movie that everyone loves? But I'm getting a hard. I'm getting actually a lot of criticism for my remarks regarding it. Uh, the Blade Runner. Yeah. What did you think about it? I thought I wasn't impressed. Tell me the truth. Okay. I, w- I wasn't impressed because it started off like this. Wow. Okay, I'm into this. I'm digging it, and then it just went flatline for me. Consistently all the way through the movie. I got it. We've been co- kind of keeping this as a secret. I'm afraid to express that That's opinion. what we thought. I hated well. it. Yeah. I, I... <laughs> you know why I hated it? When you see a movie like that that promises so much. And yes. The successor to so much. You expect great things. And everybody's sucking its dick about, oh my God, it's changed my life. Mm. I, cry- I had an emotional <laughs> revelation. It was boring. <laughs> Nothing happened, dude. I was promised more. Mm-hmm. I agree with you, and thank you for saying that. Yeah, the Twitter feed blew up, and I heard about it for weeks and weeks, and I'm thinking, okay, I, I'm going to the Cineopolis Theater where you can grab three or four gin and tonics and a steak dinner right. and sit in a recliner, leather recliner, anywhere you want in the theater and spend $30, $40, $50 on a full night. Right. And that's what I did. <laughs> Halfway through the movie, I was... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I wasn't impressed. Uh, visually, it was nice. Okay. Yeah, visually it was awesome, but it really just and then like it's weird that people liked it so much because I feel like in this day and age it's very. I'm a, I like artistic yes. films, but yep. this was artistic in a way that didn't do anything for me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to yeah. give away and, the, um, the. Seriously, we had to keep this a secret until now. 
This is the first time yeah, we're thanks saying. For, get, thanks for giving me the confidence <laughs> to open up about that. I appreciate that a lot. <laughs> it means a lot to me. <laughs> Are um, you a Nicholas Winding, what's his name? Nicholas Winding Ring. He's a director of Driver. Reffin. We, uh, what's his name? What's that, Dan? <laughs> Reffin, I think is his last name. Driver. Yeah, the Drive. Not the, oh, the Drive. drive. Yeah, I'm yeah, not familiar with that. Everything. Yeah, I'm not familiar <laughs> just, with that. Just with drive, that drive uh, Valhalla Rising. Anyways, very artistical. What do you think approach. about the guy? Uh, awesome. He's one of my favorite directors. Okay. And he has a very, like, that movie had a very similar style to the way he directs. Mm. But uh, I feel like it just wasn't pulled off at that level. Right. Of, art, of, of artistical ability. Right. <laughs> you know, I don't want to give away the twist of the film. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't like it. I thought it was a bunch of BS. And I'd like to explain that in further detail, but I have too much respect <laughs> for you guys at home. But that being said, get out now. <laughs> Listen, you are famous. By the way, you're not excited for Mario? Can I go back to that? I mean, that's kind of <laughs> sick. Nintendo? I mean... <sighs> Listen, I deal with high-level first-person shooter, high-skill, um, open-world, interactive, apocalyptic arenas where you got to be the last guy alive and you have to kill, demolish everyone that gets Mario's in your way. Mario's got a hat that he throws at frogs and becomes a frog. Oh. You want to talk about competitive gaming on the highest level, try getting into the body of a Tyrannosaurus Rex as Mario, as he saves Peach from literally being raped by a giant fucking lizard. The stakes couldn't be higher. Okay, I'll reconsider. Okay, <laughs> now that you put it that way, I might reconsider. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. We're getting through. There's a lot. I feel like we're having some real. There's a connection. Breakthroughs. Yeah. Except for that haircut. Yeah. Listen, I'm growing it out. All right. Ponytail. Or yeah, ducktail. I was thinking. Um, what do you call these? Uh. I, what do you call what these? What do you call that? Why is that? Ponytails. Curly sideburns, but they're not sideburns. They're <laughs> no, what the fuck? Did what did you say, Dan? <laughs> Are you talking about pigtails? Pigtails, right? That's you what said it is. Pigtails, okay, pigtails would be up here. Yeah, that's what I want. Oh, I want okay. pigtails. Yeah, that's yeah. tough, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> tough. Good. You, so you are famously the blockbuster video game champion of 93 and 94, correct? Nine, two times. Two times. Yeah, not one year and then six, six seven years later. Back-to-back. Back-to-back, consecutive. Right. So can you tell us a little bit about those two years? How did you overcome it? What games were you victorious in? Bring me back there. Sure, absolutely. Obviously, it starts at a local uh, local store. Right. What was it? What kind of store was it? <laughs> just a local blockbuster store. On we're the all corner. good. We're all good. <laughs> Epics begin. And just demolished Sega Genesis all the way through to the end. Second year, it's when they actually had location and a finish line. My finish line was Marine World in front of the Killer Whale exhibit. That's where the finals were played. Finish line. The finish line, meaning the end of the tournament, meaning that's the the comp the, the grand stage, the championship okay, stage. Yeah, okay. yeah. And so you you know we played NBA Jam, Judge Dredd, Sonic the Hedgehog, good old classics. Yeah, yeah. So you had to not just be a like a, a pro on one game. You had to be multi talented. This was a triathlon. This was a triathlon. Interesting. Yeah, and and then they had two hundred and fifty tube TVs. <laughs> Lined up. Squares. Squares. Because <laughs> they didn't have on a whole bunch they didn't of have wide back then. No, 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 no. Yeah. And uh, a little known fact, anybody that, because the last game that was played in the championship, NBA Jam, anybody, if anybody knows that if you, if you play NBA Jam by yourself, it, it doesn't switch at halftime. 
meaning the direction that you play the game. Mm -hmm. So you're always trained to go right. And when you go left, all the controls are actually reversed. That's a little wacky. And so in the championships, that was the big sort of uh, dilemma is that who gets to second, who, you know, who gets to be first player and who gets to be second player. Mm. And so that's where I worked my magic. So I knew this. Right. I stayed at first player all the way through to the finish. Line. Right. Yeah, yeah. And that was the edge. And that was the end. The that was the edge and that was the end. <laughs> Trophy in the room. I don't talk about it. It's under wraps. So it wasn't necessarily a skill victory. It was more like a hold down P1 victory? Uh, it's it's a skill victory. Let's not try oh, to downgrade okay, this. I'm okay, I'm just trying to understand. <laughs> trying to get the facts straight. Yeah. This is a historical moment. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean, JFK, just they just cleared all the documents for that. And mm -hmm. so I feel like this is something similar. How did that go? Is that a is that apparently somebody yet? killed him? I was all in the documents. Somebody killed him. Okay, some guy had a gun. He shot him. I was like, wow. The truth is out there, <laughs> man. Actually, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't trust anyone on the internet. You've got like people on R. Donald, people on R. Conspiracy, people on like socialism, all like picking little berries. Yeah. Apparently, there was two shooters. Apparently, I don't even know how it's related, but the CIA was like, uh, you know, doing some shit somewhere. You kind of look like you could have been I'm a sorry. shooter <laughs> with this outfit. I'm the, uh, I'm the one-time JFK assassin. NSA, that's a joke. I have no intention of assassinating any presidents living or dead. Sometimes you just got to clear the air, though. I don't know. What do you think happened at JFK? I, mean, I don't know. You, but you, did, you, did you know the moon's made out of metal? <laughs> that's probably, tr like, technically true, right? I, 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 that's what I've heard. I've heard they record sound waves. Who and told you that? I've well, I watch a lot of ancient aliens. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. History Channel. Exactly. Is that where it is? Yes. They're like I, I, I watch. You don't even need to say that. I watch a lot of History Channel. That sounds credible. Yeah, it's one hundred percent. The moon is made out of metal. Okay, so can I mean expand on that? Uh, I had a few gin and tonics when I was watching this episode. Uh, let's see if I can remember. <laughs> I believe they found out. Or they, they're theorizing that based on when they lifted off from the moon mm. and they shot their rockets off to lift off, they recorded the reverberations or the sound waves right. when the, those rockets landed back onto the moon. Mm. And the frequency at which they received was like something absolutely crazy. Sure. And, and like there's no way that, they could, you know, if it was a solid rock or whatever the material is there's no way it would have gave off that frequency and they so, think it's something like either it's like solid metal or hollow in the inside and the outside is yeah anyways is it one of these guys the guy with the hair who's doing this i see oh, him this a lot. guy is that the guy yeah that guy yeah way up here so but but basically the moon is real because i i've heard conspiracy theories people say is the moon real at all so Define you're not real you're not taking it that far does it exist or is it just um I think it exists. I okay. just think so it's, it's not lamp. a. I think it's, it's a lamp. It's a lamp. The moon is a lamp. Have you gone that deep? I think the moon is an artificial element floating above the earth. I think we can all get down with that. Yeah. Let's make a fucking show about it. Yeah. Ancient aliens. <laughs> tell you. I feel like anyone's qualified to appear on that show, by the way. <laughs> just some fucking guy like, listen, trust me, the pyramids, impossible to build. What are your credentials? I own a car wash. Anyway, listen, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a video game champion too. I mean, <laughs> I was fucking, I mean, my glory story after hearing yours, oh, oh, I was, it's all started at Blockbuster. 
<coughs> okay, mm-hmm. not that glorious. So we don't <laughs> scoff until you hear the story. Okay. <laughs> Mario Kart 64 Double Dash. Whew. Not 64, sorry, GameCube. Okay. You ever played that? No. Most competitive game ever made. Double Dash? Yeah. Twice as competitive. Really? Twice the speed and Tw- adrenaline. Okay. <laughs> um, we, me and my friends used to play this game nonstop 10 hours every day in college. I literally failed out of college and had to do a five year <laughs> because of this game. Dedication. One. Okay. Two. First ever tournament at my college, UCSC, host 2000s at our cafeteria. Not as glorious as a blockbuster, but mm-hmm. people eat, they drink there. A lot of stuff goes on. Hundreds of people in there. People traveling from all across the state to compete in this Double Dash tournament. This one guy shows up with a camera crew. His fucking friend is filming him because he's so confident. He thinks he's the best. Okay. There's four of us. Four of us who are pro. We, this is all we care about. The friend who's the worst. He's a little slow. I think he had a birth defect. He's the worst of all of us. This guy with the camera comes up against him first. Our friend with like Down syndrome or whatever creams him. Guy, he turns off the camera. He's crying. He and he leaves because this is our 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 number four cream disaster. Of all the like, I think there was like five hundred people in that tournament. The last four people, all four of us in the finals. Guess who won? I'm thinking maybe you. It was the friend with with uh, Asperger's. Oh. He was like he was on like a Rain Man level actually. Okay. He was slow, but he was really good at the game. Huh. I got second though. <laughs> so you didn't win. <laughs> I didn't win. Okay. But it was crazy. So. <laughs> I mean, nobody could beat that guy. Nobody. He's like Rain Man. He's counting cards. <laughs> what year was this? Hmm. Before or after that, 1993? It was after, yeah. <laughs> it was after that. Okay. Was that just, is that the golden day? I mean, the golden year? I mean, that, that, that had to have been the first land tournament. Right, yeah. So, let me, uh, what is, what is, a lot of people on YouTube who watch this, who are just kind of like, hey, I'm a guy who listens to podcasts. Yeah. May not know what Twitch is or what a Twitch streamer is. Mm -hmm. It's very unique. Like, people are starting to understand, like, what YouTube is, what YouTubers are. But Twitch is still more underground, I'd say. One of the part of the reasons why I like and respect what you do so much is that you're elevating it. And I I think that you can reach, like, for example, my brother-in-law, who's a 45-year-old high school teacher, is a huge fan of yours. Perfect. (laughs) Doesn't he, even game, and he's learning a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the amazing part. So what is, uh, what does it mean to you? What makes a good Twitch streamer? What makes a good Twitch streamer? Yeah, have you ever had anybody from Twitch on your show? By the way, if you don't mind me, we had um, I not not, not really. really. We had like Total Biscuit, but he's not like he's like a podcast guy. I guess the question I was asking is, have you ever had the face of Twitch on your podcast? No, no. Yeah. <laughs> so we have some high-level knowledge to talk about. Yeah, tell me everything. Yeah. Uh, what you need is obviously you need to be good-looking. Okay. Okay, number one. Um, <clears throat> if you're not good-looking, people aren't going to be – they don't want to stare at you for six or eight hours, right? Like, that's just the fact. Um, so thank God I'm blessed with good looks. Right. That's number one. Number two, you got to be an extraordinarily high-level gamer. Mm-hmm. I mean, out of this world where people are jaw-dropping every time they're watching you do 360 snipes in a 1v1 situation to win the game, they go, God damn, I'm so glad I am subscribed to this guy and his channel. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, so you got to be an incredible uh, uh, gamer. Number three, 
God, number three. I mean, everything else just sort of compiles, right? Like the, you know, like I show off the arena. I show, I give you, like, you have to be open, right? You have to be open. You have to be able to like understand, hey, I could show you the inside of my bedroom, right? I give people a glimpse inside of my bedroom. You know, I'll dance in front of my king size water bed after I win a game, right? So that's number one. I, 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 I have an arena. You were really in the 80s, man. I love it. I, I, hey, have you ever, it's like this at night. <laughs> That's what it is. That does look nice. Oh man, it feels so good. That looks here. really nice. Yeah. I want to do that at night. Yeah. Um, I recommend a waterbed, by the way. Yeah, it's pretty. Do amazing. they sell those still? I don't know. I've, mine's, I've had mine for eBay. 25 plus years. Wow. Okay. Surprised that thing's not leaking. No, it's salt water, um, water, and uh, it takes care of the ins. I don't know. It's scientific right. stuff. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But what, what makes, uh, you know, you have to just be charismatic, I think, you know, you have to be able to just understand there's, you, I think you have to be able to cater to a wide spectrum of people. Um, you know, a lot of people really get into the niche of, hey, you know, I, I'm, I'm a gamer, I'm a first person shooter, I'm good at it, and I can kind of communicate with my chat and then I'll say the F word every couple seconds and just bullshit and, and sit in front of the camera. And then there's other people that take it a little bit farther right like they cater to the wider spectrum of their demographic you know i've got people i've got parents sitting in my uh sitting in my chat and i know that i'm on their big screen and they got a two right. or three year old right there in front yeah, of them yeah that's thought i mean there's so i can't be going like f this and f you and, and you know i but at the same time i could still be me sure. the dominator yeah uh, yeah totally so I think that's important. So I think you have to just, as a streamer, you have to recognize like, you know, what is, what is your thing and how do you, how can you carry that thing over a large demographic of people? Like, and you know, I don't have the magical answer, but that's, uh, well, uh, you, you were streaming and making videos. Like, I mean, I was, I was looking at your channel back, like back, back, like day one YouTube, you were seven years ago, seven years ago, Dr. Disrespect existed. On YouTube, and were you Twitch streaming? Are you streaming back then? Too? No, I was on YouTube. I straight up YouTube. Uh, we would some sketches, sketches Classic. that would lead into gameplay, and right. then I'd commentate over the gameplay. Um, that was the concept. Did you ever stream before? Like, because I know you took a hiatus and then you came back. Yeah, I no, I've never no. We so we literally we started about a year and a half ago back to on streaming. Okay, but. The absence between that and YouTube was what five, six years or something. Like, ser like seriously, consistently putting out videos. So, what made you think that? Like, most people are like, "Oh, I want to be a YouTuber." Mm -hmm. What made you want to be go from YouTube to Twitch? Uh, I, I think part of it was the fact that I, I knew I had to have a lot more resources in order to do YouTube stuff. Mm. You know, it's a little bit higher production. At that time, I was just blessed to be around some good friends that we always had a camera around us. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we could just shoot at all times and I could just cut it up, throw mm -hmm. it up on YouTube. Boom. We got something. Mm -hmm. Now it's, you know, you know, everyone's got a little bit, you know, there are different directions in life. And, you know, I sort of found myself like, how can I do everything myself? And Twitch, it's pretty easy to do that because mm -hmm. all you got to do is just set it up, set up your whole setup at home and. Do your thing and then sure. just handle it yourself. So what? How do you explain? Because on Twitch, you your success has been almost like meteoric. Whoa, I like that word. Is that a word? <laughs> meteoric. Yeah, you were like a fucking meteor down to this planet. I mean, for me, your name just started popping up everywhere, and I started watching you, and I was like, man, this guy is a pretty cool guy. 
What happened? Like, did you really explode out of nowhere, or did I just miss something? I mean, you've PUBG, right? Was was a big turning stone for you? I think uh, I think H one Z one. Okay. I started with H one Z one, and that was when the, that game was really, you know, kicking off. But you know, those devs, I don't know, I don't know what the hell they're doing with the game now. Uh, but uh, I was riding that wave, and it, the, I think that the pace of that game, the speed, the violence, the momentum, you know, um, associated with that game and being able to talk proximity chat, right, right. you know, being able to talk to a guy in real time as you're fighting him really showcase, you know, the personality or the character the character of the doc, you know. Right, right. And so uh, we, we just kind of ran with, yeah, so H1Z1 is where, I'd say, where it started, and then... You know, we we're lucky enough to have another battle royale game come mm. come on, and you know, it's at it's at the level of where it's at. So we're just sort of riding the wave, right? Yeah, the battle royale wave. The battle royale wave is PUBG just like, as far as I can tell, it's like the same game, more or less, isn't it? Or made by the same guy, same uh, person who's yeah, the concept, the right. high level concept of the game. Yeah, is PUBG overrated? What do you think? Is PUBG overrated from a design standpoint? No. I think the design is fantastic. Mm. Um, you know, uh, you, you put in another map, you put in some additional content with the game, the shelf life is, there is no limit to the shelf life. The problem with the shelf life right now is the, is the ability of the studio to get it to a level where we're not dealing with desync and lag issues, like a AAA game. I feel like it's been forever. Yeah, it's been a while. Like yeah. since I started playing the game months ago, the game in September had sold 10 million copies. Woo. You're looking at 300 million in Revo. Yeah, yeah. And that's in September. And fucking, and that's beta, right? And, I, and since pre, then, Pre-alpha. Pre I don't know, what, what is the terminology these yeah, days? Yeah, no, it's all <laughs> Launch the game and let it be finished and just support it. Right. I played Dota for like years and that game was in beta for like three years. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, it's not in beta anymore. I'm like, what is it? Yeah, what does it mean? <laughs> yeah. But what's going, what do they need to do? Because I feel like nothing's changing in that game, and I'm frankly getting bored of playing it with yeah. all these issues. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, again, they just need to optimize it. They got all the money in the world. Is that, is that I don't, not enough? I think there's, it's, it's basically, I think it comes down to industry talent, engineering talent. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is just me talking, like, fr from my experience in being in the industry. I, I think they need, probably need a little bit more engineers. They're working their at their resources around because they are getting close to launching Xbox. So I'm sure they've shifted mm. a lot of the resources to get ready for that launch. Right. Again, I'm not an official representative of the studio, so I have sure, no yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, this yeah. is just sort of me yeah. talking out loud. Um, so I think they're they're sort of prioritizing where the resources need to be at the moment, and I think they're starting to understand some of the feedback the community is giving them. And so I think they're they're starting to shift the resources back onto. Mm. You know, how do we get this game optimized? How do we get it? It sounds like you're relatively forgiving of the company. Well, I've seen you rage quite a bit. At I it. am not forgiving. <laughs> they understand exactly right. how I feel. Right, okay. Yeah. On a daily basis. Okay. Good, <laughs> good. Um, well, you you good to go back because you said your knowledge on the industry because there was that five-year gap we were talking about. You were actually working for Sledgehammer Games, right? I built half the maps for... That's actually, Call of Duty that's Advanced incredible. Warfare. I know. I, I get it. I get it. It's incredible. How was that? <laughs> like genuinely? Genuinely, uh, I loved it. Okay, so I loved the creative side of things. I, I loved it. It was a it was a fix for me on a daily basis to go mm -hmm. there and just head down and just design stuff and get feedback and work with artists and do mm -hmm. you know design meetings and and uh, play tests and uh, 
I get to talk to the creative directors and leads and, you know, we'd formulate like strategies on map release. Like it was just, you know, to be able to work on Call of Duty, one of the biggest AAA games. Yeah. Like it was, it was, it was a, uh, in, in a, in a, in a sense, it was a privilege. Right. But, uh, me as a person, I just couldn't, like, I, I don't, I don't deal with, um, politics very well. I just don't like it's, that's just, that's you probably like a weakness. Corporate, my, uh, corporate, uh, communication right. and politics and stuff like that. And ultimately, you know, that's, that's on me, you know, for, for, um, did something happen at work where you were just like, I can't do this anymore? Or was it just, uh, I, it was just over time, you know, it was one of those things where it's like, okay, I kind of want to do something else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to, a, to a certain extent. I mean, I, I understand that. Yeah. yeah. I, I had a, I actually had a desk job for five years, same amount of time. I didn't love it necessarily, but it, it grind, it grinds on you, right? You felt that even though you still loved the job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I miss it too. I miss getting my hands dirty and building mm -hmm. stuff. And You ever want to make your own game? Uh, that's an idea that's been tossed around a lot. Yeah. Um, it just depends on how all the pieces fall into place, you know, like budget, you know, who am I working with? Like, yeah. You know, because you certainly want some very trustworthy partners that know what they're doing, a lot of industry yeah. experience, mm -hmm. and you want talent too, right? Yeah, like sure. in, from the engineering talent to creative guys to people that can run the studio correctly and everything. Like you kind of need to. No, that stuff's so important. We're, yeah. we're learning from kind of running our own operation on smaller scale. It's like the people. It's just it all comes down to finding good people. It's crazy. Absolutely. It doesn't yeah. matter how much experience they have. Or, I mean, it does, but like. Just, I don't know, some people are just making it. Um, listen. Why, do you want to design a game? <laughs> what are you thinking? Um, you call it YouTube personalities? You no, just, I don't. Like, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, not really. We have a mobile game that we're working on. Yeah, Kind of do. cool. Top secret stuff. Ooh. But I'll tell you all about it. Oh, okay. Live right now. Yeah, right now. I don't <laughs> care. I'll tell you. Okay. I wonder if they'll get angry. Who's going to, it's taking, who's going to develop it faster? We've already been working on it. It probably will never be made. What's the concept? I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I'm not going to talk about it. It's going to be awful. You'll be surprised. It's going to be awful. Um, let's take a uh, brief break for to thank our sponsors. We've got a lot of goofs left. We're going to take some calls from fans live. Whoa. Yeah. We've got the technology. Okay. Well, Are these the, things on? Yeah, we'll pipe those in. They're not on the phone yet. Okay. Hold on a sec. Yeah. 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 I know. All right. Well, where did I park the Lambo? Well, why is it being towed? <laughs> okay. Just go ahead and handle it. Yeah. Okay. okay sorry good. about that. Yeah. No, no worries. So, um, brief thank you to our sponsors, and we will be back with the doc. Stay tuned. Thank you to Jigsaw, the positively spookiest film of the year, coming out today, October 27th. For sponsoring this episode of the H3 Podcast and helping us out on H3 uh, to fulfill our dreams of making the God Vape. Um, these guys are awesome. It was a joy and a pleasure working with them. So if you're up for a good spook this Halloween season, head on to the theaters and enjoy a little bit of Jigsaw. God bless you. It's hot. It's spicy. See the movie. <laughs> I actually need that. Excuse me. <laughs> and thank you to Hello Fresh. Hello Fresh is a company that makes cooking great and fun. 
For me, it's a hassle. You create pans, you gotta go shopping, you gotta choose, oh, is this cilantro fresh? Uh, who can tell? I didn't go to culinary school. HelloFresh decides for me. They send me the cilantro and the ingredients and everything. It's a joy. They send it all to you and you cook it. It's delicious every time and you're done. That's the joy of HelloFresh. Back me up, you. Backing you up. <laughs> Thank you. I was, <laughs> wow. Listen, it's delivered right to your door and insulated, recycled package with and it's refrigerated as well they got three plans to choose from you got classic you got veggie you got family meat fish seasonal produce me and Ela, we have a lot of fun we cook it at home we say hey yep. it's hello fresh night it's delivered to your house in a box with ice <laughs> come on you don't need to be there to receive to accept it you know what i say when it arrives at the door i go hello fresh, fresh. Listen, my friends, go to HelloFresh and use the code H3Podcast to get $30 off your first week of deliveries. All right. Listen, you're not going to spend all night in the kitchen making recipes for 30 minutes. There's lots of one-pot recipes, seriously speedy cooking and minimal cleanup. Each week, there's even a 20-minute meal on the classic menu. <laughs> so do us a favor. Feed yourself. Good for once. Eat a nice meal. Your mom will be happy. <laughs> Get $30 off your first week's of deliveries by going to HelloFresh.com and use the code H3PODCAST. Thank you to them. And we've got Quip. I love Quip. Mm -hmm. They make this snazzy, tubular, uh, vibrating toothbrush. It's a tube, and it's very great. Listen, here's something to chew on. Many recent studies suggest that having good oral health impacts your overall health. That means that if you don't take good care of your mouth and your mouth goes to, de to decay and shit, well, you're going to have a lot of other problems. But apparently that can cause your liver to fail. And also, you're, I've read that people have just, they'll die. I believe that. You skip brushing, you die. Yeah. And the good thing about Quip is that it makes skipping brushing difficult because it's such a joy using this product. It's an electric toothbrush that packs premium vibration and timer features into ultra-slim design. And it's half the cost of bulkier brushes. It's basically like Apple designed a toothbrush. Again, you know. It's got the same color schemes, the same kind I of... I guess what they mean is like slick, simplistic yeah. design. <laughs> but to me, Apple is just like marked up three times past its value. That's not the case here. It's like the opposite. <laughs> So it should be the anti-Apple of design. I don't think most people think about that when they think yeah, sure. Apple. I have a problem. <laughs> I have an actual problem with Apple. I'm not a fan. But listen, you can subscribe to receive a new brush head on a dentist recommended three-month plan for just $5, including free shipping. I shouldn't drink Diet Coke before doing this. <laughs> I got burps. Quip is backed by leading dentists and was named one of Time Magazine's best inventions of 2016. And they won 2016 GQ Grooming Award. Made it on Oprah on her O list. Hmm. Her O list. <laughs> her name's Oprah and is she's that, got an O it's list. It's like the O, like the letter O. You know what she's else? She's got the O list. Yeah, exactly. And huh. the amount, it's like, but you know what else the uh, Quip can make you do with the O? Uh, Oh, oh, it can give you an O oh face. What is that? <laughs> Quip what is starts at... 
Quip starts at just 25 bucks. It's like bucks. a YouTube thumbnail. You're like... It's like some people have described it as being orgasmic and O-face. <laughs> okay. Because you enjoy the brushing so much and not because it resembles a, a sex toy in any way. But it's nice <laughs> that, you know, multiple applications is good for, for most guys, I would say. Right now... You guys want to see this thing? That's the O-face. <laughs> and it works here. Great. So good. Like that. Okay. I think they know how to brush. It's just vibrating <laughs> tube, man. It's killer. Right now, go to Quip.com slash H3 and get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first free refill at GetQuip.com slash H3. And finally, my friends, this is an incredible product, Stitch Fix Mint. If you're like a lot of guys, you probably think of a million things you'd rather be doing than shopping for clothes. Loser, get real. <laughs> Between the parking and the crowds at the mall and the endless browsing and lack of advice online, it's enough to make you want to rock the same t-shirt and jeans, but you can't. So let me tell you about Stitch Fix Mint. They're reimagining how... And how to find and buy clothes and you never even have to leave your house. It's that easy. It's like an imaginary girlfriend. It's your virtual mom. They pick up clothes for you. It's, it's wonderful. They buy it. It's, a, it's an incredible service. I don't think that it includes sexual favors. <laughs> no. I don't think that it, sex is included or companionship or love or tender, <laughs> you know, tender warm body to hold at night. But they'll dress you. And that's halfway there. And that's how you get the tender, warm body. So listen up. Your personal stylist then gets to work handpicking new clothes for you based on your style and budget. Five items are delivered right to your door. You try them on at home and you only pay for what you keep. Shipping's free both ways. So anything you don't want, you just send it back, my friends. Exchanges are always free too. You can get your fix Monthly, quarterly, or whenever you feel like it. There's no subscription required. It's easy. The shipping is free. Why not give them a try? I promise you'll be hooked. You go to the website. You take a quiz. They say, hey, you like this? You like that? And they're like, oh, my God. All of a sudden, you're looking fresh. Get this. Hello, fresh. You're going to get a date. This is the beginning of the rest of your life. Get started now at stitchfix.com slash h3 and you'll get 25% off when you keep all five items in your box. That's stitchfix.com. <laughs> Listen up. Slash h3 to get started today. All right. Thank you to our gracious, lovely sponsors for helping support us. If you are in the market for any of those, please consider supporting them to help support the show. With that being said, let's get right back into the disrespect with the doc. Welcome back, everybody, to the H3 Podcast live here with the the doc, Mr. Uh, two-time. Mr. Disrespect. May I call you that? Two-time. Two-time? You oh, prefer yeah. two-time. Two-time. Okay, all right. Yeah. Glad we got that cleared up. Uh, let's take some calls from the people, the good people out there. Let's take a call from Chicken Derby. Chicken Derby, talk to me and tell me what is good, my my dog. Hey, what's popping? Hey, what's Hello. popping, dude? Chicken. <laughs> Just wondering uh, what you think of Fortnite. Like, can it compete with PUBG? Oof. Or will it stand the test of time? 
Fortnite. What kind of game is Fortnite? Fortnite's a uh, battle royale game. But if, if if Chicken wants to answer that, go ahead. Go, do your thing, baby. Uh, <laughs> just a newer game. It's like a battle royale kind of thing. Okay, so it's like a it's a clone. Can we call it a clone? Let's call it a yeah. clone. All right, clones. Thank you for your question, Chicken. Appreciate you. Papa bless you. The and, dev team's uh, not going to like clone. They're clones. Okay. I'm just. Do you okay. have any stake in that? Thanks, man. Do you have any stake in Fortnite? I I don't. Uh, you know those guys? Uh, they're no. clones. Okay. <laughs> so so anyway, what do you think about the game? I think it's fantastic. I mean, that, oh okay. It's 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 a game, obviously number one optimized, mm. and that is why it's it's popularity is just like skyrocketing. Yeah, you'll love it. If you like PUBG, you'll like Fortnite. You'll love it because you're huh. probably terrible at video games, and it's one of those games you can easily Ooh. pick up, right? Right. Yeah. yeah um, 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 Dan, can you bring in the uh, GameCube, please? So okay. we can get Double Dash on this television. D double Dash, does that mean you have to do doom? Is no, that, oh. it means you, you can't. It means you're going to have to double dash to keep up with me. Okay. The one time. <laughs> All right. But three times previously, 94, 5, and 6. Oof. <laughs> okay. I believe you. Back to, anyway, so Fortnite's good. Fortnite's great. Um, I think I think this is the shelf life of the game. It's really early, so I don't know. I don't know where the direction of where they're going to take the game. Uh, right now, you got one map. It's easy to jump into. Everyone's loving it. It's an optimized game. Um, they have skins that are coming out. Halloween skins. People are loving that. From a competitive standpoint, I don't know how competitive the game is um, or can be. Because there are tiered weapons, and whenever you introduce randomized tiered weapons, interesting, it, it's it becomes a. And I've talked about it on my stream before, and this is one of the reasons why I don't necessarily play it all the time. I just haven't gotten into it enough yet. But, um, you know, I'd hate to f to play a guy who's as as good as me or as sure. equal as me. Yeah, and he has the same weapon as me. But guess what? He has the gold weapon, and I have the silver weapon. So they have. Like, how do you get the gold weapon? Random. It's random oh. looting. Yeah. And, and to me, I mean, I've said it from day, I mean, I've been saying it for years, even working at Sledgehammer Games. You And that's one thing that we did at Sledgehammer Games was eliminate any randomization in the game. Okay. Yeah. The randomization <laughs> takes away from the competitive yeah. aspect. Yeah. And, and But at the same time, I mean, you got, I've seen pro players, Call of Duty players playing Fortnite, you know, pro Halo players. I mean, just high high-level PC players sure. playing the hell out of Fortnite. And I think it's because, again, it's optimized, it's fast-paced, and it's fun. Do you think that PUBG is a is a good competitive game? Um, it, it's it's com it's competitive to, to in the sense that it has a certain level of depth to the gameplay mm -hmm. um, with scopes and leading and bullet lead and all that stuff, right? Uh, but there's still the element, like, and I talk about it too, and this is up for debate, is it's still randomized loot. Like, if I land right. at this house, I don't know what's going to be in the house. Right. Um, that is super annoying about the game. It's yeah. like sometimes you can just search a whole village. Yeah. And you... Yeah. Nada. I, I think there should be... I, I think if <laughs> Battlegrounds wants to take it to the level that they want to take it at, even from a commentating standpoint, like commentators, the problem I think with Battle Royale games is that the game starts off, everyone's flying in, right? And when they fly in, they land. As a commentator, what's the story that you're trying to tell? Well, the only story that you're really trying to tell is, okay, that's TSM, and they're on the south end. They're going to look at uh, looting the military base. We'll see what comes of that. Mm -hmm. you know, but slow. It's, slow start. It's slow start, and there's not much of a narrative to it. Right. Um, and it, but if you're to 
if you were to take a look at the fact that like, hey, let's let's if there was set loot in this map and everyone's landing down and you see two teams going to an area as a commentator, you have knowledge like, hey, there's where the car, the sniper is, and there's a level three helmet there. You can actually spectate right. that and figure out which team gets that. Acquires and there's that strategy in getting there. Yes. And but, there's a narrative to talk about. Sure. So I think it seems like they just need a completely different mode of playing to make mm -hmm. it an actual high-level competitive game. Yeah. Yeah. They should pro I mean, that seems like within reason. They, they so should they, at least try it out. Yeah, they should try it. see how it's received. So when you when I hear you describing what you think is a high-level competitive game, my mind goes to, like, CSGO. Are you a fan of that game? I'm a fan of CSGO. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm a fan of CSGO. I, I think the one thing with CSGO for me, obviously, it's 15, 16-year-old game. I, I didn't personally grow up playing the hell out of it. I, I've actually recently got into playing Really? It. Do yeah. you ever stream CSGO? Uh, I stream it once in a while now. Are yeah. you good at it? Uh, uh, I'm the best sniper in the game. Right, okay. obviously, yeah. sure. Yeah. There's a little hesitation there, but <laughs> I'm the best we pulled it through. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I play the game just to get the, the op. That's it. Right. I'll go handgun, 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 handgun. I finally, I could buy the op. Thank you. <laughs> um, so you're that guy. I'm that guy. I like that guy. Yeah. I'll, I'm that guy, too. <laughs> um, I, I had Total Biscuit on the previous episode. He was talking about competitive gaming, too. And he, I think he, we agreed between the two of us that CSGO might be the best competitive game ever made because it's, it's been around for so long. It's still so heavily played. And it pretty much fits all the criteria you described of being, like, uh, not random. There's a story to tell. There's uh, certain places that you, everyone converges on. Yeah. And, I mean, we haven't even talked about level design. That's a whole new right. world. Like, yeah, that's your expertise, right? Yeah, there's, like, systems, right? There's systems, there's player mechanics, and then there's, like, the actual level design aspect of, do you, of a lot of games, right? Do you think that level design is kind of, like unappreciated I think so competitive I, I well I think I think level design um, was it seemed like it was valued a long time ago mm. I mean you saw great I mean counter-strike levels to this day are same the, shit same but they're still like the best right because they're yeah. so well balanced and you look at old halo maps you know um, like halo 2 maps and it, you know and they're caught like, there's a reason why those old ones are starting to still be recreated even with all the new halos coming out or whatever mm. um, I just think there's I think I don't know. I don't know why, but it seems like with the older maps, it seems like everything now is is catering to the wrong, to the wrong reasons. Pacing of the game, being able to like right out of spawn, you're able to engage combat a lot mm. quicker. So it's catering to a wider spectrum of people rather than like the, you know, trying to introduce that skill gap. So, but in uh, like what game are you th are you thinking of in particular that does that? Uh, in terms of what? Like one that, uh, like, are there new levels in CS:GO that you think aren't as good as the old ones, and uh, that it's just like catering to instant conflict? Uh, well, you see, I don't have too much experience with right. the, some of the new Counter Strike DLC stuff that's come out. I think they're fun to play, but um, I don't know. I think the pacing and the knowledge of the old school maps <laughs> is, is are very unique. Hmm. Right. Um, it is pretty interesting that like dust. DE dust dust Two, all these these maps have been played for so long. Yeah, and it really is interesting how You as a gamer. It's like if the map is good. You don't realize it's like if the map designer is good They don't get any praise and if it sucks they get shit. Yeah, it's kind of like the gut A lot right? of stuff when something is good. There's no complaining so right. you don't think about it, right? Yeah Have you played Cuphead? 
<laughs> I haven't. No. <laughs> Dude, if you want to get in on the most competitive cutting edge games, I, Cuphead. Uh, yeah. I only had a, uh, have a limited supply of uh, monitors and keyboards uh, <laughs> at the command center. Yeah, that so. makes sense. You'll break a lot playing <laughs> that. Probably. <laughs> All right, let's take another call. From uh, the great and illustrious uh, Ryan Gardner. Hello. What up? Uh, Speak hey to guys, me. How you doing? doing good. How are you, bud? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. So, um, what I wanted to ask was whether you thought there were any current or upcoming games that you see may have the potential to gain a lot of attention on Twitch or YouTube. Great question. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. <laughs> Cheers, man. Appreciate it. Great oh. question, because I'm trying to find those games. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to find those games. I had a lot of... Uh, here's the thing. De like that, And I think that's the dilemma of... Of streaming on Twitch and the state of the the industry itself is <clears throat> Destiny 2 is the perfect example. Mm. Fantastic triple A game, um, beautifully designed from the you know the PVE to the PvP aspects of the game. Like it feels good. It's fa like it just. There's a lot of depth. Uh, Destiny 2. I mean, it's amazing. I actually haven't played it yet, but I want to try it. PC. Okay. Do, do PC. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the problem is, is it watchable? Is it a spectating mm. thing? And from what I've seen on Twitch thus far, since it's launched a couple days ago, I, I, I'm not seeing... People aren't watching. They aren't watching. The enthusiasm isn't there as a spectator. Right. And it's, it's very interesting. Like, what is that next game that is... Well, that as as a gamer, I want to play, and the streamers, the you know the, the people that it's are gotta watching. It's going to be good for everyone. It's going to be good for everyone. So, what is it about PUBG that is so exhilarating to watch? Because I, I almost don't even understand the success of the game. I don't think it's there's exhilarating the exhilaration of watching. I think it's more of the narrative that's behind it. Hey, I get mm -hmm. to watch this guy from point A. He drops in with nothing, mm -hmm. and it's a 35, 40 minute game. If this guy gets into the last one v one situation to win it, that's fucking. It, it, and, and you watch the story and it's a lot of these like every every time you land it's going to be a brand new story right and that's really uh what i like is that i don't need to be a gamer to understand what you're doing in the game right like i see it's very clear to me if you're doing good or not for mm -hmm. example when you play something like starcraft <clears throat> i have no idea or yeah. dota all the dota or even yeah overwatch, overwatch i don't really know how you're doing yeah. if i'm watching and there's one simple like piece of data that's all that's as a spectator if you don't even play the game that's all you need to know is that how many people are left mm -hmm. is that number at yeah. the top right and it just goes down it goes down it goes yeah. down and you got to make a game dude i think I, you got <laughs> the x factor you know what's going there i'm i'm standing by okay i'll give you money <laughs> okay i got like i get like a, i'll give you like 500 bucks title of the game lambos and steroids <laughs> okay i mean yeah okay I'm out. I have $500 check right now. Dan, write this man a check. Boom. That's all you need, right? That's all games cost? Yeah. Go. <laughs> That'll get us in the door. You know what I, I've noticed too about PUBG? Because you were saying like the games that people are making now are designed for like instant conflict and instant action. Mm -hmm. But PUBG, I think what's great about it as a spectator sport and even as a, a streamer is that there is a lot of downtime. So you have time to like interact with the audience. Mm -hmm. That's and, Yes. Still play the That's game. That's a great point. Absolutely. Yeah. You can uh, looting like the beginning of the game. If you're not if you're not the type of gamer that lands in a hot spot, <clears throat> uh, you know, you land somewhere else. It's like, okay, I can casually loot. We can interact. I can yeah. read donation subs, whatever. And, you know, you feel like you're part of your community and the community feels like you're, they're part of the game and mm. what's going on with the broadcast. And 
was really just like a perfect storm, I feel like, and just exploded. Yeah. Big time. 300 million uh, shekels. <laughs> Actually, much more than that. More than that. Shekels ain't <laughs> worth what dollars are, trust me, folks. Uh, <laughs> me and Ela have streamed before on Twitch. And it is brutally exhausting, we found. Like, we'll stream for like three or four hours. Do you get up and stretch? No, I, I, no. I order pizza, yeah. oh, <laughs> chips, okay. Capri Suns. Because I take my guys, I take everyone to the, again, to, you know, to the locker room, the mm -hmm. Slick Daddy Club locker room. We'll go through a nice little stretch routine. People like right. it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Static stretch, dynamic stretching. Oh, that's, okay. Yeah. So that's what helps you get. Yeah, good. absolutely. Yeah. And that's again, important. I talk about it all the time. It's, I mean, steroids is... Illegal steroids from Guadalajara. That's what. Oh, Guadalajara. Yeah, I heard they have good steroids out yeah. there. Yeah, and Alisco. That's where my my parents live. Yeah, yeah. We'll, I can. Uh, great, great place. We'll talk about it after. They uh, <laughs> they used to live in Jalisco and they moved back to the states after uh, someone someone had a grenade fight in their mm -hmm. neighborhood. Oh, those guys had some really great steroids by the sound of wow. it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Shit is killer out there. Um. But I feel like it's exhausting also mentally, not really yeah. something that, like, sometimes I feel like after we stream, eh, like, there's, like, still noise in my head. Like, when you come back from a club. Because it's just so intense. Like, and, all the chat yeah. and the comments. Headphones. Yeah. High-intensity stuff. Music playing the whole time, screaming and yelling. You're Reading. on. I mean, you're on the whole time. And when, you, when you're off, it's, like, it's a deep breath. It's... Mm. Wow. It's fun, though. It's fun. Yeah, but how do you do fun. it every day? That's yeah, crazy. <laughs> I, steroids. Uh, steroids <laughs> yeah. and uh, spin class. Three days a week. Spin class and steroids. Yeah. That should be the title of your autobiography. What do you think about an IRL stream in a spin class? <laughs> I think your fans would love to watch that. Okay. You don't want to join? I won't be there. Okay. Your fans would love it, though. Right. You want me to join you in the spin class? Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. Do we wear this? Wear what? Like, do we both wear this? Wear this is what I wear every day. Oh. <laughs> so it's up to you if you want to wear Kevlar your to costume. Spin class? <laughs> yes, hundred percent. Cool. Yeah, a, you need that there. Yeah, There's a lot of shady characters. It's like um, Jazzercise me meets bicycling. Right. It is. <laughs> um. How do you? Uh, I'm curious. Like, you play. You've PUBG's your main game. You play it a lot. A lot. Do you still have fun playing it, or is there a certain blend of you do it for the sake of your job? Because you know most of your fans probably want to watch you play PUBG, right? <laughs> yeah. So is there a point where you just hate the game so much, but you keep playing it just because you know that's what your fans want to watch? Uh, I play the hell out of it because it's the only thing that's out there. It's just the game. It's <laughs> just the game. I'll try to go back to H1Z1, but H1Z1 I get stream sniped. And it's just not fun. It's just not even playable. I mean, it's just H1Z1, the speed of the game, I love the momentum, everything. Right. But right when you land, I mean, it's like if I don't land in your cop car, I'm going to be swamped in 10 seconds. And people huh. are Why is it gunning. so much worse on that yeah. game? Because uh, it's just the speed of the game. Smaller map, higher mm -hmm. speed. Um, it's, it's more of like all you need is a AR mm. and you can go. You know, you land in battlegrounds. You don't like the house you go into. You might find an Uzi. If not, you just find a little bit of armor. Let's go to the next house. Yeah, there's so many layers. Mm -hmm. The depth of the game is, you know, it's a lot deeper. H1, all you need is a just helmet. Go, is a, slam, yeah, hit the boom. ground, slam. Get in the cop car, go. I'm on it is way. fun to watch. I don't know anything about that game. And again, talking about spectators, I watch you play that game. And it's it's a thrill. 
It is, yeah. You're, you're zooming around, you got a shotgun, you're talking shit. Uh, it's spicy. <laughs> yes. The proximity chat, I miss it. Because I like to remind these little chubby cheek wannabe unathletic pigeon toed sprinting gamers right. what the two time's all about. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Yeah. But you don't have pro you have proximity in PUBG too. Though. Yeah, it's not the same though. No one talks. Everyone's scared. Everyone's hiding in the tree like a little kitten and then they're in the closet with their little shotgun. Right? Where's your guts? Right. Starting to get pissed off now. No, I'm getting angry too. So game is scary. That's just, how we play. We we hide. I hide. I'll camp at once. I'll hear so. I'll creep. I will stay in a corner for 30 minutes. My 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 streams are called wheat days. You're that guy. Yes. Yeah. Oh god. And oh, and you're the, like you're the guy. I'm the that, killer. You're the guy that uses a pistol for five rounds so you can buy an op. Uh, I've lost so many games on CS:GO because of you, dude. <laughs> Got to save up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's just a good life lesson, honestly. Mm -hmm. Save up. Yep. It seems that you've been... What's the... This has got to be one of the longest performance art pieces ever. <laughs> you're, you've been this character, the doc. And you're going to play like you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. But do you have a difficulty transitioning between yourself and the doc? Because you're in character for so long and for so intense amount of time. Is do you have trouble being like okay now I'm just a guy literally guy no no we shut it down we approach it as a business because mm. essentially we in the proverbial like Fight Club we exactly okay yeah <laughs> cool that's cool <laughs> and uh, we approach it as a business and you know we get in there get the job done when we're done take the headphones off hop uh, put on the robe. So <laughs> gin and tonic and watch uh, sure. the Golden State Warriors do their thing. Yeah. Plug in for the Warriors, that's just, by the way. That's go Warriors. Yeah, go Warriors. Um, what is the effect of pretending to be, I don't want to say pretending, but like you spend so much time being someone else. Does the line ever get blurred between no one and the other? No. No. It doesn't. Do you uh, ever sit in a restaurant and the waiter waiter is like annoying and then you, you almost answer in character like, <laughs> come on. Uh, no, no, uh, <laughs> driving is probably one of my biggest <laughs> things that, outside of playing Battlegrounds, that pisses me off. Mm. <laughs> so sometimes when I'm driving. This, this drive must have been awful for you. This drive, <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it wasn't too bad. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Good. But, uh, sometimes that could transform me. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> when you got to go the yeah. That's where we follow them home. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's that's a little. Oh shit. Yeah. 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 It's a little terrifying. Yeah. We follow them home. We. That sounds healthy. Yeah. And trust me, no one else is in the car with me. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. No, I got that. I got that for sure. Uh, but no, I, I could shut it down, and I could turn it on. Uh, I. Yeah. I get the sense that the. The uh, Edward Norton character of your life. Mm -hmm. Is very different than the Brad Pitt character of your life. Is that true? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Boom. Bing. Right on the button. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, do you think that, like, the Doc character that you develop makes you the Edward Norton part of you more confident, <laughs> much as, as it did in Fight Club? Uh, no. I'm actually pretty... <laughs> I'm actually, uh, I'm actually pretty shy. Really? Yeah. I'm actually pretty shy. I stay to myself. I'm pretty shy. I don't like. I That's don't like, incredible. I don't like the. I don't like. 
the limelight. I don't like hmm. being in front of cameras. I don't like taking pictures. It's the exact opposite. So in a way, does the... the it's a release. How, how do I call it? A character kind of helps. Because yeah. it's like, I feel the same way too. If I put on a hat or sunglasses, then it's like I'm not exactly myself. There's a filter. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like the, the, I don't know how to call it, the, the Brad Pitt. That feels so stupid. <laughs> the doc. I feel like if I say that, you won't acknowledge it. Mm. <laughs> Do you feel like the doc um, has, like, uh, give, uh, like, enables you to, to exist in a different reality than, like, something that you've always wanted to be. But you you couldn't do it as yourself, like how do because you don't like doing that. But as the doc, you're great. <laughs> yeah, uh, it certainly is a fix for being able to be as expressive as expressive as I want to be. Mm -hmm. um, mm. it, it's funny because when I grew up, I was sort of the class clown. Mm. I was like the the guy who made people laugh and stuff like that. And then you know, as I got older, I kind of got I kind of transformed into a shy person and you know i stayed to myself mm. but i i don't really socialize too much and if i do it's like i have to get warmed up to you a little bit <laughs> um so this allows like this actually kind of brings back like my old the old days a little bit and like it allows me to tap into that mm. being a kid again and just being carefree, expressive and just confident. carefree who cares what you think about me i don't care i'm gonna do anything and everything that i want to do and there's nothing you can do about it yeah kind of kind of express expressive like i think that's what everyone mm -hmm. loves about the character too you know yeah. we all long for that yeah 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 but um it feels good it's fun therapeutic <laughs> it's very therapeutic super therapeutic yeah man i wish uh, <laughs> i love it <laughs> but it reminds me of this thing like uh, we have this vape nation character i have this theory it's called that guy it's called the that guy theory <laughs> when i put on when i go out in like new york and do vape nation it's humiliating I put on all this ridiculous stuff, but when I put that on, I just become, I'm that guy. Like when you're on the street and you look like a fucking clown, people look at you and you say, oh, that's just that, who that guy is. Mm -hmm. It's not like I'm embarrassed for that guy who's out there making a clown of himself. He's just that guy. When you put on that wig and those glasses, you just become that guy. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I get it. <laughs> but we've talked about yeah, it a lot, so I don't know. We didn't flesh that out a lot. <laughs> but you also don't do this in public so much. Uh, no, no, uh, just the events, you know, and there's only less than a handful of events a year. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> yeah, it seems, seems like it. Here's a question from one of the fans on the subreddit. They said, you seem like a very nice and genuine guy in real life. So I'm just curious if you've ever struggled with the difference between the two characters. I also wonder if you really, if you ever have off days. Where you just don't feel like streaming or you're not funny or creative because it always seems like you're on. Uh, I certainly have a lot of off days. Mm. And again, I blame Battlegrounds. <laughs> um, uh, you know, sometimes you're in the groove, you got a lot of energy and then, you know, the things sort of just compound and, and like, I'm not doing great. We're not doing great. Hey, you know, for whatever reason, like people in the chat are kind of saying the same stuff. And mm. I'm like, you know, what's like... Something, hurry, like, hurry, take me to something I haven't experienced yet, you know, mm. in my stream. And sometimes you get into this, like, rhythm or this groove where it's, it, you, you can't break out of it. And it's mm. like, how, how do I wake up here? I need to wake up. Like, what's, mm -hmm. someone make me laugh. Someone get me, like, fired up. And uh, sometimes it just doesn't happen. And so mm. you, like, you, you just kind of, like, hit this monotone of, like, 
energy and it's just like all right i'm i'm kind of getting close to wrapping this up you guys right 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 is it the expectation of the audience where they're like they always want you to be animated and entertaining i think it's a combination of that and like i know where i should be and where i could be and i'm not there and Mm -hmm. it's like how do i get there Uh, can i get there um i don't know it's like for me one thing i'm battling now is is like um my setup and and the content that I put out now, it's like, I feel like I need a full revamp of not just, I'm not talking graphical revamp. I mean, that anybody could do that. Like, that's not a big deal, but just the approach to streaming in general and the character or the doc. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what the answer is, but I am kind of like starting to like write out like a plan of like, you know, what's the next level of streaming, mm-hmm. like version, version two, you know? So right. I think that's smart. I mean, I, th- mm-hmm. I feel like that drive is, is, it's like required of people who like push forward mm-hmm. and are successful. And I think people, it's fun though. Like, yeah. It's frustrating for me when I get that feeling, but you just, you have to, it's much healthier if it's fun. Yeah. Obviously. But you have to always be pushing yourself to change and get better. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Step outside of the box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what's next for the doc? Do you ever, ever, and like, uh, do you ever want to do acting or, or like what's what's next? What's your aspirations? What's your highest goal? I don't know. To achieve? What the go- it, well, a lot of it, uh, you know, like Twitch is obviously it's in a fantastic platform. And it's continuously growing. It's mm-hmm. continuing to grow and the numbers are just absolutely insane. The amount of new users that are signing up to the platform, you know, so we're, we're riding the wave of Twitch and the excitement around Twitch. And so, you know, I'm pretty excited to see what Twitch is doing here in the future. Yeah. See how they grow. You know, I, I think for the doctor, you know, I feel not necessarily that, you know, I, I want to understand what, what's the next level of exposure. What is that? Right. Um, you know, and, and it was, you know, what's Twitch? Again, that comes down to like what's Twitch doing and, um, you know. Uh, it's a it's an unchartered path kind of. It I mean, is. Yeah. Like, how do you bust out of Twitch to the next level of exposure? I don't know. It's uh, yeah. never been done. Yeah. As far as I am aware. Yeah. I think there's, you know, <clears throat> I think given the character of the doctor, uh, one thing that people, if they tune in and they tune in on like a regular basis, it's just not based off the video gaming dominating machine and that's all I'm about. Like I can actually kind of like, I can re- I can kind of relate to people that are in the sports because I've played sports, right. and, you know, college sports and I can, re- I, can, I can relate to people with music and movies because... You know, that's, that's all been part of the doctor's production. And so I can hit like a wide spectrum of, of an audience. And so I always thought like, it'd be cool if the doctor had like a, like a show, like a, almost like a one yeah. hour, you know, like, like, not like Jimmy Kimmel show, but, but like, you know, where it's, it is, you know, you get guests on doctors, the host, but we're not just going to be talking video games all the time, sure. but mm-hmm. that will be sort of like the, the culture the main, of the show right. yeah. to a certain extent, but we can talk other stuff as well i could see that that'd yeah. be cool yeah like I don't sketches know. man on the street stuff yeah it's a whole variety show totally i mm-hmm. love that yeah i'm in i'm watching it <laughs> boom 500 check right okay. now perfect I'll so we got the game yeah. we got that i got it you're set for life i'll give you a thousand bucks you're set <laughs> i get 50 percent. yeah yeah where did doc come from how do you develop it how'd you come up with this character the doctor came from um it actually originated from halo 2 uh, and it was a voice and it wasn't a character. It wasn't a visual thing. It was, it was all voice. And because Halo two was, mm. a, was proximity chat, mm. you know, so you could 
tell the guy, you know, you're going to the base of the team. Like, Look at this guy. I know he's upstairs. I'm going to pull the flag. There's nothing he could do about it. I'm going to demolish him. And guess right. what? He's going to respawn across the map. Right. And you got the <laughs> other guy on the team who's listening to this lunatic coming into the base going, oh, shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. So uh, it kind of started like that. And, and, and actually, you know, whether you're on the other team or the team that I was playing on, like people in the lobby kind of enjoyed that. So you can kind of sense like, hey, people. You're onto something mm -hmm. here. Onto bit. something. Yeah, yeah. And so that just sort of like naturally um, developed into like we're hanging out at my buddy's house and they said, uh, hey, we should we should make, you know, this guy a character like because we're always <laughs> into film and stuff like stupid stuff. And so that day I went to the store and, you know, picked out the black steel, a.k.a. Right, the bulletproof right. mullet. I was asking you backstage, <laughs> this is the second wig or, you know. Let's say implant. Can we say that? Uh, yeah. Let's just talk about <laughs> this implant. Is, this is the it. second uh, version two. Version two. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's impressive that it's lasted you that long. Yeah. Um, How long's that implant been around? Uh, seven years. Wow. No, 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 no. And I haven't washed it one time. <laughs> I believe it, man. You got to keep it juicy. <laughs> but uh, no, we just went to the store. I went to the store, grabbed it, and that night I got the the scopes the the black steel and then um you know we filmed something and i had a little bit of gameplay and on my youtube channel it's called doc's first video and that <laughs> was the that was like the first one mm. that's cool and it just kind of that's slowly awesome. you know it's incredible you've kept it up for so long or i mean that it's been like seven years man it's crazy yeah. yeah and it really has come to fruition and developed over the time well i think yeah yeah and I, I think i've been i've had the opportunity to run into a lot of great people that have helped the doctor grow mm -hmm. and you know that journey you know mm -hmm. it's like one of the first ones was like uh optic mm -hmm. um you know they were big for youtube back in the day for trick shots and before they became like sort of this real deal esports organization but Hex and those guys, they were real supportive of uh, of the doctor. So we got to get a shout out to them. But um, <clears throat> yeah, it's the journey to get here has been fun. And that's, I think that's important. I right? think it's like, cool and inspiring that you've kept with it for so long and then ultimately achieved success in it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It, well, going from, because I had never live streamed right. after, you know, after Sledgehammer. So I didn't, it's like, it, before that, it was all high-level production videos where it's like, okay, we recorded, did the videos. Okay, let me sit in Sony Vegas and cut this up and edit and put music yeah. on it. Like, it's a production, right? Like, And and there was a certain – so you can hit a certain tone or mood with the character. And it was always like – like, he was much darker back mm. then. Like, <laughs> serious, dark, drawn-out right. scenes, long stares. I'm gradually looking at you from a distance, you know, like, right. um, now, like, and so that was a little scared when I started streaming, I'm like, how the hell am I going to, like, are they going to be entertained the whole time? Like for me, it seems like the magic, because you were saying in the beginning, they loved your trash talking. seems like the magic is in the, the improvisational, just put it out there, capture it. Yeah. Get in there. Yeah. I think so. And the energy too. Hmm. And I think that was important for me to understand that early on was that this, the, this serious doc was not going to cut it on Twitch because <laughs> that can get real boring real fast. Yeah. You it's can't like, really keep up for yeah. too long with There's that. nothing dynamic. You need to be a real mm -hmm. person who people can connect with. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So what's your favorite activity to do when you're not streaming in your free time? Uh, hanging out with the family, obviously. You have a Be wife and a beautiful kid. wife, beautiful uh, kid, uh, daughter. Little the the docket. 
the uh, mini doc. The mini doc. <laughs> yeah, doctor in training. Yeah. Baby disrespect. <laughs> right. Yeah. And nurse disrespect. Yeah. Um, so it's pretty much my whole life surrounded by them. Or I, like, like th that's it's all them off stream. And we enjoy, you know, beach, body surfing. I always talk about it on yeah, stream. Yeah, so you saying body surfing on it, Twitter. It's not a joke. Yeah, like, okay. we do body surfing a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spin class. Like, we work out to, together and everything. And that's pretty much my life, yeah. That's awesome. We do saw you, you stream on, on a boat. Oh, yeah. It Can you tell so me about funny. the fucking boat stream? What on earth? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> by the way, just to set this, the image for those of you who don't know what I'm yeah. talking about. Doc just goes live one day and he's on a boat playing PUBG <laughs> and that's it. He's just on a boat and I don't know. How did you get an internet connection out there, by the way? From the Asus Zephyrus uh, laptop oh, that, uh, that I was using. It was a um, Asus was uh, polite enough to hook up um, hook up that whole situation. Got oh, it. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Was it, a, it was a sponsored. It was thing. a sponsored whole okay. deal. Yeah, and they proved they got they made a point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they got there. Uh, I'll tell you right now, it wasn't easy to play. <laughs> yeah, I imagine it was <laughs> out in the open sea, going 60, 70 miles an hour. It's not fun. I mean, it's fun, but it's not for gaming. Yeah, yeah. It's a funny image. <laughs> Look, this is this is a this is some fan service. This was high up in the suggested question, so I'm just going to ask you it. I'm not really familiar with these guys, but I get, <coughs> I get a sense this is a funny question. <laughs> Shroud, Summit, and yourself. Yeah. Marry one, kill one, fuck one. I'm getting that. I got. I get that donation a lot. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So you're ready. Yeah. You can just pass too. I could probably. If you already killed every, all those I, people. I killed them. I killed them both. All There's dead. no marrying. I just they okay. killed them both. All right. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for fucking posting this stale ass question. It's the last time I trust you, fucks. All right. Here, this is customary here. I haven't killed Shroud. I should probably say that. You've been fucking. I've him. killed Summit so many times. It's a, it's, it's, <laughs> it's it's on another level. But Shroud, he's my next. He's next on my list. Okay. Yeah. All right. Watch mm -hmm. out, Shroud. Yeah. This is customary on the show. We usually wrap it up because it's a little funky, a little weird, a little unexpected. Okay. A little insight. Yeah. Do you have any ghost stories, any paranormal yes. stories, UFO, uh -huh. alien sightings? Tell me about all the weird shit you've seen that nobody would believe. Uh, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Except that one guy on alien uh, technology. Yeah, with He would hair. believe everything. Yeah, he would. Yeah. <laughs> uh, during my last year of college... Mm -hmm. I was staying up in a house uh, up in the mountains, uh, a friend, a friend of Papa Disrespects, <laughs> and they owned a big ranch and big, huge acres, nice big home. And they had three or four homes on this piece of property um, and had like a little small lake on it. I mean, it's up like up in the middle of nowhere. And I've heard the place wasn't, you know, whatever but he was <laughs> he was polite enough to let me stay there my final year and it was about a 30 minute commute to college to from where they were at and uh he had to leave one weekend he said hey can you watch the house for the weekend i was like okay cool so i'm sitting there is a i think it was a friday or saturday night i get back from school i think it was the next day saturday night um i'm sitting there it's about 1.32 in the morning, I'm laying in bed. All of a sudden, the phone rings. And it's a big house. So when it rings, it's like echoes, reverbs, right? Mm -hmm. I'm like, what the? No one calls, right? So I go up there. I answer. No one's on the phone. It's just, okay, what the hell is this, you know? I go back to my bed. He had uh, automatic lights um, for the driveway. I go back to the bed. And the window, the, the bed where I was staying at this room, this window, 
is where you can see the driveway. And right when I lay down, boop, That's light goes fast. on. Oh, right? <laughs> so then uh, I'm like, okay, this is kind of <laughs> getting crazy. Yeah. Let me just go to the bedroom door and close it. I close it, and no joke. After I close it, I'm walking to the bed. I hear, like, oh running God. down the hall. And I'm like, okay, this is nuts. I'm going to bed. By the way, like, how long ago was this? This was, uh, I got chills. Yeah, about it. Um, this was when, this was in 2005. Okay, so it's, it's quite a bit ago. Yeah. You were a bit of a younger doc back then. The final piece of the puzzle, I went to bed. I just, I, had, I, I shut it down, right? Like, just. Don't even worry about it. Get in the bed. Put the pillow over the head. Like, this is, this is call it a night, right? Mm -hmm. Let's just forget about this. Right. I wake up in the morning. I walk down the hall. He's got this big, huge kitchen. Beautiful, big kitchen. All the cabinet doors are open. Oh, oh my fuck. God. All of them are open. What? Some poltergeist shit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that was the, my experience Whoa. at that place. Um, I told him I, I didn't experience anything else after that, like anything that was weird or any of that stuff. But I had the place to myself the whole time that weekend, and that happened during that weekend. <laughs> and 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 so, did you tell who whose house was it? Uh, this was a, a friend, friend of your dad's. Yeah. Did you tell him about it? Yes. Did he ever have anything like that happen in that house? No. Hmm. No. Just you. That's so yeah. creepy. Yeah, that shit's creepy <laughs> as fuck. I'm always interested to hear what I've never had a paranormal experience. I wish I did. I feel like I'd be a more interesting person, you know? <laughs> yeah. But thanks for sharing None? that. Not, nothing. What? I just told you. I just I spent, I spent I 10 minutes telling yeah. your story. You got nothing from me. <laughs> I got nothing, dude. Okay. But I love hearing other people's stories, so thanks for sharing that. Absolutely. <laughs> and finally, do you ever plan on going for uh, three time? <laughs> Uh, and what? Well, it's got to be three, three time. Well, it's got to be three consecutive years. Oh, you have to win uh, three in a row. Yeah, and I'm you not can. interested. Okay. And, and I could have, I could have, but they're gonna play Bubsy or Bugsy or whatever the hell the game is, and I didn't want to play it. Yeah, right? sure. <laughs> right, three times in a row. Who's got time for that shit? Yeah. In this Two times sounds better. Like, three <laughs> times. The three times. Yeah. <laughs> the three time. Yeah. Back to back to back. See, this is you. You would almost just lie and say two time at that point because it sounds yeah. much better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fair enough. Two time. Right. I mean, three. It's two. The V. You know. Yeah, no, I, I totally get it. Right. There's, well said, dude. Yeah. Um, well, thank you to the two time, yeah. to the doc for coming in. Thank you for having braving me. that traffic, coming and spending this time with us and okay. sharing your experience. God bless you. Whew. Hopefully your fate doesn't end the same as Edward Norton from Fight Club. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I appreciate you nonetheless. We're just getting started, baby. Yes. The Thank revolution you. is beginning. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I wish you all the best. I love what you do. Yeah, and sure. uh, really appreciate you coming here. So. Hey, thank you for having me. Bless thanks you. for coming. Appreciate <laughs> you. Guys, thanks for watching. Next Thursday. Yeah. Jordan Peterson. Leave your questions on the subreddit. That is it for this week, guys. Appreciate you.